the other side of midnight. Local spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is the other side of midnight on 77 WABC TGIF. We are only an hour into it, but it is officially Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Thank God it's Frank. Why don't we combine the two and do a little Ask Frank Anything? That's right. For the next hour, I will be answering your questions on any subject. All you have to do is call 1-800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. We are going to give away a prize for whomever comes up with the most interesting, most creative, most unusual, most thought-provoking question. So go ahead and start to dial now. The WABC audience always comes up with the best questions. Hey, speaking of WABC, this is the last time I will remind you about the prize that you can win if you join the WABC VIP club by downloading the app or going to wabcradio.com slash VIP. The prize this week is a poster of the WABC Overnight Crew signed by all of us. Signed by Rita Cosby, Dominic Carter, yours truly, Frank Moreno, and El Jefe, our boss, John Katsimatidis. If you want to see John, by the way, and or me, you'll have an opportunity to do so tomorrow. Uh, John and I are both going to be on Staten Island. Well, I live on Staten Island, so I'll be there all the time. But uh, John is going to be at the ballpark in St. George from 10 a.m. to noon along with Homer Bush. John's going to be signing some copies of his book. I have my copy. I'm going to get him to sign it. And I think Homer Bush is signing autographs as well. And then I'm going to be there probably around 11-ish. And then I am heading to the blood drive at Our Lady Help of Christians Church in Tottenville. I'm going to donate some blood and get my cheek swabbed to see if I'm a match for the bone marrow that my friend John Dilgen needs. If you want to participate in that, we could certainly use you. Go to Our Lady Help of Christians Church anytime uh, between 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. Hopefully I'll see you at the ballpark or I'll see you at the church or both. Get your questions ready. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. Good morrow, everyone. This is The Other Side of Midnight on 77 WABC. On Friday, I usually try to keep it light. Unfortunately, there is no keeping this story light. You know, I've uh, told you before that we have the biggest audience of any radio show among the incarcerated. There's a lot of people in the federal jail system right now, the state prison system, and the city jail system all listening to me. And I feel a special kinship with the people that... That are locked up because they've been such loyal listeners. By the way, if you are incarcerated and you're looking for somebody to write to, either about your case or about anything at all, please email me, frank.morano at wabcradio.com. That's frank.morano at wabcradio.com. This is very disturbing. Death rates at Rikers Island and other jails in 2021 and 2022 were higher than in any year since the year 2000. That's according to New York City Borough of correction data obtained by a freedom of information request by the Jails Action Coalition. Now, the reason those numbers are so alarming is in 2000, there were many more prisoners than there are now. And I realize we're talking percentages, not raw numbers, but the fact that death rates at Rikers and the other city jails were so much higher than in any year over the last two decades, this is a real crisis. State Senator Julia Salazar, not someone I quote often, she was quoted in the Daily News.
news, and I think she's exactly right. We need to be crystal clear about what's happening here. This is a humanitarian crisis, and the state has an obligation to act. She's exactly right. We as a state need to be laser-focused on the safety of all New Yorkers. Unlike Julia Salazar, I'm not going to suggest de-incarceration or anything like that. What I'm going to suggest is we need a better-run city jail system. Why are so many people dying in city jails? These are people who are locked up, in many cases, for a misdemeanor or awaiting trial for a felony. These are not folks that should be getting the death penalty. Mayor Adams and Governor Hochul ought to make this a top priority pronto. If they knew about this alarming increase in deaths in city jails and did nothing about it, that's very telling. And they owe it to the public to tell us what their plan is to fix the city jail system right away. Beam me up. To be continued. The Other Side of Midnight. Local Spotlight. I know a lot of you, if you listen to the station, may be familiar with Ed Cox. He is a weekly contributor to the program formerly known as the Cats at Night Show, now called Cats and Cosby. And when he's identified by Rita or John, he's frequently mentioned as having been the former chairman of the New York State GOP. Well, it looks like Ed Cox may be making a comeback. This is something he alluded to on the radio a day or two ago. And while it's been years since Ed Cox was at the helm of the state Republican Party. There has been recent speculation that the former chair is considering stepping into the race to lead the party in the coming weeks. GOP politicos told City and State that Cox may just be the Goldilocks of Trumpiness. Not too Trumpy, but also not feuding with the former president. It's a tricky line to walk in a state with a spectrum of Republican ideologies. Thomas Darty, a partner at Mercury Public Affairs, said those who believe that the Republican primary voter has moved away from the former president are sadly mistaken. And Cox has a good relationship with former President Trump, and you can bet that's going to be playing a major role here. Spectrum News reported that uh, Ed Cox is likely considering stepping into the race because the Rockland County GOP chair, Lawrence Garvey, issued a press release actually withdrawing from the race himself and endorsing Cox. I have to tell you, I know Ed a little bit, not well. I've known him for a pretty long time, and I have to tell you, as far as intelligence goes, as far as temperament goes, I don't even think he took a salary as state GOP chair. As far as the characteristics needed to be the next GOP chair, I think he's aces. He's intelligent. He articulates Republican causes well. He doesn't rub anybody the wrong way. He's got relationships with Democrats. He did a great job fighting the gerrymandering that the state legislature tried to enact. He's the one that brought that lawsuit. I think he'd be a fine choice, at least temporarily. Not that anybody should listen to me because I'm not a Republican. But if I were, I think the GOP could do a lot worse than Ed Cox. Beam me up. To be continued. Other side of midnight. Local spotlight. If you're a New Yorker, have you ever really needed to go? See, that's where Starbucks has always been pretty good. They've had this policy where they let you use the restroom, but you still have to find a Starbucks. Well, some good news this week, and this is something that has been years in the making. There are these modular Portland Loo toilets that are finally coming to New York City. That's right. Five 
prefabricated bathrooms will offer relief in one park in each borough after what's been a painful wait for a company coping with city bureaucracy. Nearly four years after floating the possibility, the City Department of Parks and Recreations is preparing for a trial run of these great bathrooms. These are not like your typical porta potty. These are kiosk-like bathrooms, prefabricated. They cost a fraction of the multi-million dollar price tag for building traditional restrooms. The five Portland loo toilets made by an Oregon-based metal firm cost about $100 $185,000 each, but the overall budget to buy and install five Portland loos in one pilot location in each borough starting as early as summer 2024 could reach as much as $5.3 million. What does Cindy Adams say? Only in New York, kids. Only in New York. And of course, strict New York City building code restrictions on prefabricated construction have dragged out getting these potties to parks. Well, now it looks like it is finally going to occur. And uh, this is something that has been a long time in the making. They're going. The proposed sites for the trial run are Irving Square Park in Bushwick, Brooklyn, Thomas Jefferson Park in East Harlem, Hoyt Playground in Astoria, Father Macris Park in Graniteville in Staten Island, and Joyce Kilmer Park near Yankee Stadium in the Bronx. I think I've been to all of these parks with the exception of the one in Astoria. This is a great move. And while maybe this shouldn't be considered a permanent alternative to restrooms in parks, when you need to get a restroom built cheaply and quickly, this strikes me as a pretty good alternative. Beam me up! To be continued.